0: Hi, I'm Phil Trothaway, co-founder of Creativity Plus. You're listening to the Creativity Plus podcast. We bring together two unique creatives to explore the diversity of creative thought. You'll hear our guests take questions from our live audience and myself. Our topic for this episode is reinvention. Our guests are Megan Phillips and David Savon. Megan Phillips is the founder and CEO of Honey, a design and marketing firm in Sacramento, California. David Savon is the owner of DSA Auctions and founder of Wide Open Walls. The Creativity Plus podcast is recorded live inside the wall building in Midtown Sacramento, California. Thanks for listening. This podcast is proudly sponsored by CADA, neighborhood builder since 1978. CADA has been improving the heart of downtown with projects such as the Warehouse Artist Lofts, Truett Bark Park, Capital Box Art Project, 16 Powerhouse, and many others. To learn more about CADA's efforts and housing opportunities, visit c-a-d-a-n-e-t dot (laughs) (laughs) o-r-g. All right, welcome to Creativity Plus, everybody. My name is Phil Trethaway. I'm one of the co-founders of Creativity Plus. And for the very first time tonight, we are going to record this whole session as a podcast. And so welcome to all our podcast listeners out there as well this is our starting our third year with creativity plus we put on events for creatives we are here to inspire and champion Sacramento's creatives that's our goal and so one of the things we do is put on events like this we want to explore the diversity of creative thought and be inspired in different ways without further ado one of our great volunteers, Amona Vie, is going to come up here and introduce our first speaker.
1: Event producer, nonprofit consultant, auctioneer, and founder of Wide Open Walls Mural Festival, David Soban knows a little bit about reinvention and believes that we all have many reinventions left in us. Owner of DSA Auctions, a live auction and fundraising consulting firm specializing in working with nonprofits, David formed Wide Open Walls in 2007, whose mission is to promote and celebrate public art. Besides the annual festival in August that brings together local, national, and international artists, Wide Open Walls produces other public events throughout the year, including the Mural Jam and Sac Republic's Paint the Park. So welcome David.
0: Next is the amazing Megan Phillips.
1: Megan Phillips is the CEO and founder of Honey, a Sacramento-based marketing and design agency that provides voice, story, and identity to boutique and national brands. Nearly 20 years of strategic brand development, finding people's passion, and a knack for creating captivating campaigns has made Megan a trusted industry leader and a wise advisor. In the business of change, Megan believes that through reinvention, we are never stuck. Thank you very much for coming. Welcome.
2: In my dream, I stood, and so if I sit, it changes the whole, (laughs) changes the whole picture. Also in my dream, Angie Tate followed me and Mike dropped in the whole thing, so that's really awesome. Um,
0: When you're out there and you're inventing someone's brand and you have their business in your hands, and when you're out there and you're inventing someone's city and you have put an art all over someone's city, right? um, How do you guys consider the responsibility of reinvention and let's start it off on a nice light note with that
3: there there is nothing light about that I, I mean I think if we might agree that that's what that's what keeps us up at night is the responsibility of it I mean putting a brand on something that somebody's gonna live with whether it's for a year or for a decade or for generations is a hell of a responsibility I didn't realize the responsibility in the year 2016 doing the Sacramento mural festival. I thought it was just about putting art in the walls. I learned so much in the second year about responsibility because we screwed up. When you said you realized for the first time yourself going through that, it just, it hit. And it's an incredible question because the responsibility that I feel for putting the right art in the right neighborhood with the right artist is real. And it's something that, that we take very, very seriously. We'll screw up again. You know, everybody's not gonna like everything. We've been very safe. We're not gonna be as safe this year. We'll, we'll screw up and we'll create more controversy. But even with controversy, the, the, the responsibility behind it, I think is what, what keeps us up. But it also, to me, it just keeps you motivated. Keep you on your toes, be careful. Think, 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 think think.
2: (laughs) Um, I don't know. My, My team's here, and I think that all of us take a personal responsibility, so I'm not the only one staying up at night, particularly from a design standpoint. But I think that when we take on responsibility, it's also because people are trusting us. And if they don't trust us. They're not our client and they're not people that we want to work with. And I think that that's been really important that we've thought through. We want to take on the personal responsibility of taking on someone's work or someone's brand and creating, but it does take a lot of trust on the other part. So it's been um, it's been interesting too to kind of self-actualize and, and think about what, where we can best serve and best help people in the work that we do. So it's extremely, extremely <laughs> daunting when you have to rebrand somebody but or a brand but we love it
0: no pain no gain
2: no pain no gain reinvent and reinvent often
0: great question
2: so my question is really what's the role of voice in
1: reinvention so how do you how do you find your voice and how how do you know um, when you're on it and you know I think reinventing is to some extent is sort of jumping into an abyss so um, how do you land with two feet when you do that
2: you want to take it first?
3: No, this one's yours. <laughs> totally me. This one's much harder.
2: That is, no, it's actually like easier for me to talk Re- about for I some know. reason. Um, <laughs> so I think it is jumping into an abyss completely, but one of the things that I always feel and what we always feel is that when you're reinventing, there's got to be a sense of authenticity. And even if there's some DNA in nucleus usually always. And sometimes it takes layers like an onion to peel off where that like like actual DNA and nucleus is of anything. And once you do that... It, it sometimes changes and rots over time, and then you got to peel that onion back. But once you find it, there's that ability to jump into the abyss and know that you're just shaping a new, I always, we always use this is that we're just shaping a new coat for that person in time. It's like we're tailoring something, we're, we're creating something that's a tailor in time. The 80s changed, Taylor needed to move, we needed to get him out of the 80s. Um, but there's also, there's usually a DNA and nucleus into things that we always kind of go back to. So it's all about core values. And we start with, we there's always core values. And I think even in my own personal journey, sometimes I've had to go back to those core values, even though I've changed my mom a lot of times. my mom, they're there. They're there, they're not looking at me at all. They're ready to get a pinwheel or a glass of wine. He's ready to get a glass of wine. <laughs> he just walked in with a glass. That's okay.
3: More red wine.
2: Yeah, that, that's where the logo came from.
3: Finding that voice. Um, I'm going to look at it maybe just a little bit differently. I think my personal voice was too loud, too much ego in it. The mural festival wasn't about me. Just because I came up with a decent idea and I was able to fund it and find some people to help produce it, there was too much me in that voice. And I landed on my feet when I realized this is not about me. This is about Sacramento and this is about the artists. So. I think I've grown up a little bit on how I would answer that question last year versus this year.
1: So coming from someone, a organization who is currently trusting Honey to design, to reinvent us for next year for Design Week Sacramento. How, whew, the, the just a teaser, on. I'll, I'll dropping a little first.
2: teaser. <laughs> oh, there you go. Okay, we're promoting. It's marketing. It's marketing. No, no, no.
1: It's not. Right. It's not. How different is it to design for yourself versus design for a client? Oh. Can you just, shit. Yeah. Can you
2: drop Uh I think it was the incredibly, one of the most hardest things we've ever had to go through. I think it was, uh, I'll give you an example of why it was the hardest thing we've ever had to go through because as I changed over the past few years into a worker, into a leader. And I had to let my team lead. And my team is amazing. I went on a vacation with my husband and um, my kids. And I wouldn't let, if you have been, been to our office, there's an amazing mural by an amazing artist. And it, it was pink. And guess what? We lost pink about five days ago. And I was like, we can't paint the, We can't paint over. We can't paint over it. And I realized immediately, when I got back, it was painted over. <laughs> It was, I was just, but it was beautiful because I, it was a moment in time where you have to let go. And, um, I think so when you're talking about like my, I couldn't let it go. I couldn't, I couldn't reinvent on my own. It took guidance and they did it. They did it. Uh, but for other clients, it's amazing because we do a lot of discovery and we get to be friends and we get to learn a lot about each other. We get to learn about the businesses and what's thriving and what's not. And that's easy. The hard part is painting over the pink. (laughs)
0: <laughs> you collect art you've been buying art for a long time you buy art for yourself from time to time but when you're buying art for the city how is it different
3: it's not necessarily what I like I guarantee you it's not always what I like <laughs> I think one of the most popular murals in the first year I think is a piece of I, I, and that's not that's not fair. I can just say it's my least favorite piece of art. And it's many people's favorite piece of art. So when curating the show, I've had to rely on people that are better than this than myself. And I've learned a lot. And I've learned a lot that everybody else's opinion needs to be heard. It doesn't need to be followed. It just needs to be heard. Um, and from producing this event by myself and introducing a board of eight, bright, brilliant people with different opinions and a magazine staff and a group of artists that'll help curate that show, um, there'll probably be more art that I don't like. (laughs) And I'm totally okay with that because it's not just about my style because then it would be boring and it would all look the same and it wouldn't have as massive appeal. We've done some really risky stuff. No, we haven't. We haven't done any risky stuff the riskiest stuff that i the riskiest thing i did is we painted skulls on holly diver which is a metal bar it's not very risky but it's about as risky as we've been other than flying in the first female muslim street artist in the world from afghanistan to come paint so that wasn't done because it was risky but it was done because it was the right thing to do and it was a great opportunity it gave somebody uh, an artist that was being persecuted for painting, an artist, an opportunity to reinvent herself and and expose her to a whole new community. So, good question. I don't like all of it. Doesn't make any difference. Hi, my name is Jack. Uh, so we are all defined by our stories, right? That it's our stories that make us who we are. Reinvention for personal reinvention or project reinvention. It's more about possibilities, right? The creative process coming up with possibilities. How do you, can you speak to possibilities, the process for discovering possibilities, and especially the process for deciding and committing to possibilities for reinvention? That's so
2: good. I love We're it. We're taking we,
3: turns, go back and forth. So what you what go think? first. No. No, have... I didn't go first. Oh, you did, oh, I did. Oh. That's,
2: you yeah, backfired. I backfired. spoke last. that backfired. <laughs>
3: God, I thought I had another minute to think about it. Possibilities, I think, is just like one of the coolest words ever. I mean, think about it. What's better than possibilities? Nothing.
2: Reinvention? A little bit.
3: Possibilities. The possibilities to reinvent yourself, to reinvent our community. Yeah. in art, it's pretty interesting. I mean, I think probably the same sort of thing where you're looking at not one person making a decision, you know, it's a, it's a lot of times it's a, it's a, an effort from an, uh, or an opinion that sort of, you know, put together. I think, I don't think one person makes that decision I, it, and not, not in what we're doing anyway, because even, um, if you have a building, you want it painted, you might not get what you want. You're going to get what the artists want, but you get, you need to be able to you need to be able to agree on what that is going to look like. So in our world, the possibilities are not very controllable. There's always there's always things that can go wrong.
2: So I forgot to put in my little talk tonight because I got a little nervous um, that what this is re- definitely around possibilities is um, there's a friend of mine who says no judgy eyes. There's no judgment, no judgy eyes right there. Marisa Gilbert, Scott Gilbert's wife. And I love that because the idea of judgment sometimes is what limits the possibilities. Judging yourself, sorry, you were over there and then you moved and I saw you, yes! Hi. Uh, so the the idea that if you don't have judgment around something and you're not judging the concept of what can come up, it's pretty awesome what, what is revealed. Sometimes it takes a lot of your own ability to kind of judge where you want to be, where you want to go, and it's sometimes just great to just put it all out and just think about what the possibilities could be. Um, how do you figure out what's the best? In my business, I'm just going to be frank. Sometimes it's financial. You know, a lot of times people are making a decision about. I mean. Let's be honest, money talks, and if they're going to change audiences or they're changing product, it's going to be a pretty big decision about how we go and which direction we go. Um, although we work with a lot of farmers, and that's a big decision. Sometimes it's about generations. Sometimes it's about third, fourth generations making changes. And if it's core value-driven, going back to that peeling of an onion, we go back to what those farmers want and what those farmers believe. So it's really interesting because sometimes the possibilities are around like really big value-based decisions, and sometimes they're really around, you know, what audience are we going to pick to make sure that the thing is sold, works, and is loved? But we work in food and beverage, so it's really cool because people usually love the stuff that they eat or drink. Booze is good. <laughs> booze is booze is a really good thing. Coffee. We work in coffee, and we work in alcohol and bread sometimes, and that's
3: the three I mean, staples of really life. Go, it's yeah. not.
2: It's really not bad. It's not bad.
3: A vegetable vegetable every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. the possibilities
2: (laughs) get a little endless with the carbs. But I hope that answered your question.
0: This might be a possible follow-on to that. And the concept has to do with being in the sweet spot. What is the sweet spot? And then, of course, as you reinvent yourself, it's coming from something else. And even that changes. Can you talk about the sweet spot either now or how it's changed over time?
2: Uh, The sweet spot for, um, I actually believe it's always around people. That's it's always around people. Um, I think in even the, even my own experiences over time, even with the people that we work with, uh, even with artists we work with and creatives, it's always around people. So the sweet spot is, can my team make a living? And can I bring on great work? Sometimes that's a no, like sometimes we can't tell, take on a client because it's not going to be, that's, it won't serve them. And then when I think about folks who are also faced with that decision of, as creatives, I think it's sometimes valuing your self-worth is the sweet spot. Uh, and I think that we don't give ourselves enough uh, credit sometimes in, the, in Sacramento. I'll be honest, like it's really hard because we're trying to grow Sacramento, we're trying to grow a region, but we're not getting paid the, maybe the wages that we should. And it's really challenging sometimes because we want the big work. And, uh, so that sweet spot sometimes is struggling because we're still in it. We're almost like the city is in a a really big Renaissance where we're trying to even find our own sweet spot. And as creatives, we're landing in it in a little bit, like in this really mucky water and it's kind of taking a quicksand moment for us. So I, but I think it's always about people and I think great people will pay you what you're worth.
3: To me, it seems like it's a search for the sweet spot. I kind of know what it feels like. And working in the nonprofit world, it's different because my goal is to break even, right? If, there is, if we raise more money than we spend, then we can fund more ideas, right? We can pay more to the artists. To me, that sweet spot, there's, there's glimpses of it. There's times last year where I wasn't running a million miles an hour. That things were all clicking. Everybody was doing their job. The the press was showing up on time. The artists were painting. There was no problems to deal with. I felt that sweet spot. I felt that buzz and I want to feel it again. I'm all, I, I want to be organized enough all the time and have enough money raised that I can do the next thing. I have three more huge freaking ideas. I mean and this is just the st- but and I so I, I feel that sweet spot. I, I, I I've never been content enough, I don't think. I mean, every once in a while I can stop and take a deep breath. And OK, yeah, we did a good job. We were rewarded. We got a couple good attaboys. It feels really, really good. Those attaboys. I mean, they feel good. I mean, I started we Atta won a girl. big innovation award. It's kind of a big deal, you know, and we're, we're in Rolling Stone. That's a good attaboy, right? But that sweet spot is still out there for me, still sort of searching for it. And I think that just kind of keeps me motivated to have peace in what I do. To have peace in what I do. To have peace to be able to be creative, to be able to feel good about it without all the, right? Because there's a lot of that when you're doing big events.
1: Asking for a
0: friend.
2: Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, hypothetically. So when you're going through a lot of personal and career reinvention, I think there can be a lot of fear around what are people going to think or
0: how do I message this or, or how do I rope in you know, my inner circle but also communicate this to the world? And, and being in marketing, I feel like I'm going through kind of my own reinvention. So what would be your advice for those of us out there that are, that are making a shift in how
2: we communicate that and navigate it?
3: Well, you you brought up something that was about people, right? You know, um, and I I talked a little bit about engaging, right? So you're going to get support from the people that support you and not being afraid of going out there and talking to new people, engaging with an audience. I was kind of prepared tonight. I'd rather just engage with you and have a conversation Um, about, you know, what's on my mind, what's on your mind, I think by keeping an open mind and being open to, I mean, you're going to get criticism. You're going to get, you know, a lot of attaboys along the way, just try to keep it all in perspective. Where is she? There you are.
2: Um, so that's a great question. So how, you know, you're, you're ready to reinvent. What does it look like? How does it feel? I think there's an, one of the slide that was like my mic drop, but I didn't mic drop it, was like the idea that reinvention requires guidance. And I think that the one of the biggest things is being vulnerable. This is the first time I have spoken in two years about my own reinvention. And I think it's hard sometimes to ask for help. And I think there's an amazing group in this community that would be like, damn girl, what are you doing? Let's get, let's figure out how to support you and support what's going on. And everyone, we are at the cusp of amazing, God, I keep forgetting my kids are here. There is, we are at the cusp of amazing things in this town. And we're at the cusp of connecting and collaborating. And we have an amazing, um, I'm sorry, but having one of the largest economies and governments in, in the world, world in this town is pretty freaking powerful and it's pretty amazing that we can make change from an arts and creatives perspective with something so large and so powerful in our backyard i think we sometimes forget that and i'm lucky enough to be reminded that and sometimes it's just about really making change at a level that's bigger than you ever could imagine and it takes a community I know that we all look to social media sometimes for that, and I agree that it's a powerful thing, but I also agree that it can backfire and put you in a vacuum real quick. And that's why one of the most vulnerable things was just you know, coming out and talking about human connection and having a coffee. Um, not that this is, a year ago, I said, any person who asked me at a coffee, I'll sit with them. And I've met so many people. I've met really great people, and I think that's pretty cool that you can just meet community. Uh, and there's a lot of people who will help you. I will help you.
3: I wanna, I wanna keep, uh, keep kind of going on that one because I think, you know, we're, we're saying the same thing a little bit differently of how important it is to engage with people. Oh, that's a great word, yes. In, 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 in the process. Um, again, whether you're getting feedback or you're not, your idea of the coffee is just incredible. This is such a supportive community. There are so many people that are out that are willing to help. Remember that. And again, not social media. It's real engagements, real coffee, real conversations, real shaking hand, pressing the flesh out there. And there's money. And there's what? (laughs)
2: there is money. And I think that's a forgotten thing in the creative industry is that there's money. There's actually amazing nonprofits who are only here in Sacramento because there's a great economy and great government. There's also just amazing work happening. And I sometimes think that we have to like really start to connect and cross boundaries. And I, it's like the church and state thing, but there's also just really a great, um, there's not church, Well, you get what I'm saying, but like just more, more of this, more of this is exactly what it's going to do. It's it's taking two different people. I, met David for the first time. I don't know how that's even possible. I know, and uh, but having more of those collisions and uh, that's what Creativity Plus does. It convenes the collisions or sort
0: of- Exactly not.
2: <laughs> or the creatives. It's a collision.
0: We believe in collisions. Well, yeah. That's why we're here, yes. to create collisions. All
1: right. <laughs> collisions. I feel like I'm a mic hog. Okay, so, um, I would like to know how you uh, discern between reinvention and redressing. Like how do you know it's that deep level of change versus something that's just really superficial? Like for you and your business and working with clients and same with you, like how do you know that it's a real reinvention and not just something that's really kind of surface level?
3: You're on a roll, you started.
2: Um, (laughs) So when I first wrote this talk, I, I talked that I reinvent every morning And I realized that it was taking a little bit of lackluster out of what like a real reinvention. I started to feel like I made the word reinvention like, yeah, I get up every morning and I'm like, yeah, I got to be a mom today or I got a like new client. And I did realize that reinvention was more powerful of a word. And I think that's why maybe it's daunting. So I definitely believed that when I that at first reinvention was you get up every morning, you reinvent. But I think that was the better word is you just address the day. You address it. You're who you are. It's just an adjustment. Um, and then a reinvention is something where you make a little bit of it. The road has a fork. And you're just making a fork. I, again, there's still the same nucleus. There's usually the same like idea of DNA and values. And then the road's just changed. And maybe it's springtime in Paris. Or, you know, it's a different place when you make that change of the road. Um, so that's a really good question because I think I thought differently leading up till tonight. I thought it was just every day I reinvent. It didn't feel like that.
3: So if I'm gonna be a little bit technical about it, um, reinventing, if I'm reinventing somebody else's idea, because I sure as heck didn't come up with the idea of doing a mural festival, what's different about it? What's special? What's unique? What are we doing that's just not like everybody? If we're reinventing this concept of this festival, what are we doing that's different? Well, we're paying our artists. We're using a lot of local artists. We are curating a different way. There's all these different levels of respect and involving the community in decisions and the community and how they get engaged. So when I look at reinvention, I'm looking at what's different, right? And kind of taking that to sort of the next level. The differences can be good. The differences don't always work for sure. (laughs) Um, but what's different and what's
0: unique about reinventing? That's I'm going to really ask. Good. I'm
2: like going to sit on that for like hours, I think.
0: That's so. a good one. I that's agree. One. Yeah. I have a loaded follow-up question. Does reinvention require pain? No. You have to struggle through it? No? It's hard,
2: but I think it's so, I think the optimism is what, that's the optimism part is like, don't come in with this idea that everything you did was wrong before. It was never wrong before. That ugly logo wasn't wrong before. It's just the time of day. It's just like the way it's supposed to be. It was part of the journey. Never think reinvention is wrong. It's just a path to become it's just positive. It's pretty awesome. Every day, just move along. <laughs> Reinvent.
3: There's painful things that can happen, though. You know, in the process, I I think um, you can you can make mistakes and you can get called out on those mistakes, and I think if you're learning from those things, then oh my God, it's the most positive thing in the world, right? You know, it creates all these new possibilities from learning. But painful? No, no one's going to shoot us or break any bones. But let's hope not. (laughs) I have been threatened for one mural.
0: (laughs) My question is. When should you reinvent and when should you drop that keel low and keep going? When should you be stable? When should you reinvent?
2: I feel like everyone knows it in their gut. It's like just that you don't have to like there's a gut thing either. There's, I, we're not financially doing well. I've got turnover. I'm not my team. My logo looks like it's from the eighties. I'm not relevant. My people aren't telling me I'm relevant. It's like absolutely standard. You feel it in your gut, you know, and sometimes it's about just ripping the gut, the band-aid. It's less about sitting there stewing on it and just being like, we got to, there's a blind, this isn't working. It's just not working. Move along. Um, and it's usually pretty evident that the reinvention is there. Um, when do you just put your head down? Usually because you know at your core, you did something right.
0: What about a client who don't want doesn't want to change? How do you not- get them to see that they there's
2: so many clients that we've i'm there's tons of creatives and marketers in this in this room but yeah there's times where they they refuse to change and that's that's great and sometimes if they believe so wholeheartedly in and their core values that's that's not our job so when i go back to that whole idea of it's personal that's that we're only a sliver of what they do and it's not our job to preach and say they have to cuz if They full-heartedly believe that they have the best prunes. I don't know why I said that. (laughs) Because I don't know. But if, you know, it's one of those things that you just don't, you just, you just don't, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot change somebody. They have to change themselves. That's exactly what it is. They're ready to change. Awesome. Let's roll. Prunes. Prunes. Previously, di- previously dried plums. They just they just went through a reinvention.
3: So they've done that twice, though, because they went they, from dry-
2: they have done that twice, and I maybe looked at it today. So they were dried plums. Back to prunes. I
3: th- I think I saw at a discount store. The old the old label. It's, yeah, you know. Prunes. <laughs> Cracking me up. Um. What was the question again, Phil? Holy crap.
2: (laughs) When do you reinvent?
0: And when do you lay it down and be steady? Um, I think there's a
3: couple ways to look at that from my perspective as far as the festival. I think the festival is a constant reinvention of itself. It cannot stay the same. And I think that's really true with art in general. Um, I don't, I mean, the brand is basically the California bear. Everybody's use it. A million people have the same logo. A million people have the same. You can walk down the hat. You can walk into go to the King's arena. There's the bear is on everybody's logo. The logo is a little bit different than what I consider it's just part of the brand the brand and the reinvention for us needs to be constant we need to be reinventing ourselves every time we do something every piece of art is a new reinvention it's a it's it's somebody else's idea Um, it gets there gets to be tough spots where we're trying to sell this design to this landlord and that's where The I starting selling you know candy bars and the neighbors' fruit door to door has really helpful. Um, Being able to have the ability to be able to have somebody else see it in a way that's going to benefit more than just them, it's going to benefit the community. um, Is part of that constant reinvention. And I think you um, you touched on something too, is just being vulnerable, right? Being able to listen, being able to be wrong. is uh is i've been so stuck on what i'm doing sometimes that i really don't want to hear it i just want to put my head down and go but being vulnerable and being able to be wrong and being able to listen to other input take it all in you know and then still do it your way or change or reinvent
1: hi um so i'm going through like a pretty large personal reinvention and I'm finding the biggest challenge is not only thinking about what people who knew me in my past life slash current life will think and also kind of mourning that identity. So what advice do you have on going through like a pretty holistic identity change?
2: Okay, I'm good. Looked at. Um, mourning is totally normal, I think. I think that everyone mourns the, the change of something. And, um, you know, reinventing is creating and creating is changing. And I th- absolutely believe mor- mourning is normal. I think being bold and owning it is awesome. And no matter what you're reinventing to, if you feel good about it, it's. The people that will come with you, come with you. And it's just going to be one of those things where, I mean, that's like target audiences. If you rebrand and or you create a new product or you create your own new self and they don't want to join, well, so be it. And you'll maybe make a mistake. And that's awesome. But I think no matter what, it's good to know that the reinvention is for you and nobody else. And that's awesome that you're doing it. And yeah, I mean, the whole morning part, shit, it's been a long time for a lot of mornings, So I get you
3: yeah listen to those attaboys because there's going to be some that are out there right there absolutely will be there are going to be people and we'll start right here attaboy attagirl you got it listen to them and just you know and just keep positive about it you're doing the right thing go awesome uh
0: so i want to ask you about diversity and or sorry inclusion in reinvention so like both of you guys had to deal at a corporate level. Like, how do you make sure like all the different aspects of a brand or, action, or the people inside it feel represented? And how do you like from a city level, obviously you've run into this, but yeah, how do you now moving forward, make sure that you actually represent the whole city or where do you draw the line, right? Because you every voice, like you can't represent a million voices.
3: It's probably one of the very most important things that we do. It really is. Because, and, and it's something that I've, that you have to be very, very well aware of, right? Painting the wrong mural in Oak Park for the wrong reason without thinking about it wasn't smart. Or it was, it it should have been done, it could have been done differently, right? So keeping diversity into the project that is for everybody is critical. We purposely had as many female artists painting last year as we did male artists almost we missed it by two but it took it took a um an effort and a vision and it was done for the right reasons and it'll be important for us in the future too um e- even when we bring in other people to help curate it because i mean sacramento is one of the most diverse cities in in the in the country and it's important to you know respect that um, by bringing in artists, bringing in voices, having those people on your board and listening and not and not necessarily doing it the way that I would maybe not normally do it, right? So being being open, paying attention, real important.
2: It's a great question. And I think that we make mistakes a lot because sometimes we live in our bubble. And I've actually been called out on that. And I appreciate every single time I'm called out just one of those things like hey have you looked at a more diverse crowd have you made sure that this is appropriate for the black community have you and it's actually been one of the biggest things that have made a checkpoint in my life in the past couple years um but one of the things that we now absolutely are and I think if anyone saw Corey Chadwick's talk last week was or at Creative Mornings is a really great moment of us really checking yourselves, right? Are you being inclusive? Are you being diverse? And whatever you're doing, if you're talking to a target audience that's needing to connect with it and you're wrong, well, that's your fault a little bit and that's that personal responsibility part. That's really, it's really fucked up if you don't do that. Uh, we recently worked on a campaign for Zika awareness. For We actually work on really cool clients and I just told you about prunes and Zika. Um, <laughs> No, but here's a perfect example of like knowing your audience. Um, we had this uh, really a, a big moment where we realized that everything that was being done was putting a giant Maggie who's pregnant back there, and probably why I'm so emotional since Saturday because it was her baby shower. Um, there was giant, large bugs on pregnant women's bellies, and that's all the marketing that was out there. And we realized that there was this huge thing of like, why would you, nobody, doctor? Why would you look at that? Like that's the ugliest thing you've ever seen. And we started to survey women, and we started to realize that most of the people who are going to be prone to Zika virus were women who were crossing the border going to see their families for Sunday night dinner. And it was a moment in time where, we're like, hey, they're going to go there. This is their family. They're going there anyways. Let's create a wanderlust experience. Let's make sure that there's beautiful prayer flags and things that represent Mexico, and let's make them feel like just don't bring it home. Wear your deep. Be cool go to Mexico have a great time but don't bring it home but that took like a lot of like work and and discovery and research there you go that's my answer should have shut up at that point (laughs) discovery and research we would have never known we would have never known how screwed up the bug on the belly was until we like researched the heck out of it we do really cool wine clients too (laughs) Zika and prunes that's what I brought tonight
0: I'm jealous
3: (laughs)
2: I just got to get out
0: of it. Can you clap for the audience for the questions? They were good. Yep,
2: I will. Thank you. Thank you. For, thank, you. thank you. Thank you.
0: If your hands aren't tired, please clap for our guests again. Thank you. So from all of us here at Creativity Plus and from our speakers, I know thank you for coming out tonight um, and I also now get to the honor and privilege of saying thank you to all of our podcast listeners online. We appreciate you tuning in and tune in next time. That was fun. I like that. <laughs> the Creativity Plus podcast is hosted by Phil Trethaway. We are proudly supported by CADA, the Capital Area Development Authority. Our technical and executive producer is Johnny Flores with Flores Podcast Consulting. The podcast is recorded live at the Wall Building in Sacramento, California. Our live events are made possible by our wonderful team of volunteers. Please be sure to rate and review this show. To learn more about Creativity Plus, please visit convenethecreatives.org. And thank you for listening to the Creativity Plus podcast.